Thank you to DC, my man. Westchester, New York, the great. Birthplace of David Cohen. Birthplace of Andrew Mayrick. Birthplace of Wesley Sosa. You mean like in uh, in like like a movie trailer style kind of thing? I would love that. I would never ask that. Okay, here we, here, here we go. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> in a world where three guys reconnect after so long, one podcast, lots of memories, great food, good sports, amazing questions. Andrew 2.0 <laughs> with West with Dave Cohen. Andrew Mayrick is the host. Welcome to Andrew 2.0. Oh my god, man. Woo! Yeah. That's my natural reaction is to applause. I'm getting teary-eyed. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. That was like epic and I knew you were an epic guest. I couldn't have dreamed it any better. That was awesome. That's the preview to the show. There you go. The intro to the show was epic. It sounded like something you would see in the movies. Get him a What's up? <laughs> What's going on, man? Dude, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I spoke to you. I saw you. Shit. <laughs> well, let's see. At least high school. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Unreal. Get in this call, Andrew. What the hell are you doing? Ugh. Dave Cohen. What's up, man? Nothing much, dude. Just living life. So when you're living life, what's what happens, you know, now and then? Oh man. Uh well, you uh you get up, you go to work, you come home, you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. The cycle. The cycle happens. Is that Andrew two point oh? Yeah. Is that DC? Welcome to the show, Dave. What's up? Good to hear your voice, man. It's been a long time, but I yeah. feel like it's been a long time coming because you're a pro at this already. Uh, I'm so honored to have a professional radio host helping me out with my podcast show. It's an honor and a pleasure, and I can't wait to get into this with you. It's been a while, my brother. You know what? You know, I'm, I'm really happy that uh, that you messaged me. Um, you know, sadly, uh, I was... Uh, I was let go from my radio position uh, a couple months ago. There were some budget cuts. There were some buyouts. Stuff that happens in the radio industry all the time. So to get back and talking to people in some kind of audio form is pretty awesome. And, yes, uh, you know, I'm, yes. I'm hoping I'm hoping that this will kind of like spark something. And you know, who knows? Maybe I'll start doing some more stuff my, my, myself, which would be really cool. So you absolutely should. Please, absolutely, you should bring us on your show. Oh man. It would be an honor. <laughs> yeah. No, real talk, though. West and I, um, when I first was fishing for friends and trying to um, shop around the show, um, you know, everybody was very supportive and everybody was cool. Um, and West was the first one that really accepted the invite and embraced it full on. And um, 
So from there, we decided that we're going to come out with the podcast project, you know, the experience, and we're just going to ride the wave and ride the roller coaster, the highs and the lows, and just ride it out for a long time. It's kind of like a side project hobby. So I highly recommend you do the same because I think it'd be perfect for you. Well, that'd be cool, man. You know, I think uh, it's definitely something that I've been think- thinking about, you know, doing different stuff, whether it's a uh, podcast style thing or stuff on social media. You know, th- the-, the thing that I really, really enjoyed about it, you know, just in radio and-, and audio stuff in general is just, you know, having like a creative outlet, something that I could do, you know, I can make my own or I can make yes. with others, you know, just something to have fun. Yeah. And also just be able to to share something with other people. So, oh, you stole my idea for the show. Don't tell them. Oh no, <laughs> I feel you on that, Wes. How do you feel about that? Because I thought it was well said and perfectly worded. I love it. I love you know, Dave Def- Coho. You definitely need a show, man. You need to. You need something to put your to stay fresh on your on your uh, hosting. Uh, uh, radio personality style presentation man it's great you're already sharp we just gotta stay sharp it's the truth man it's the truth you know just trying to to talk to as many people as possible just you know keep keep it out there and just honestly you know just really enjoy what you're doing because for me it was all about the fun and and it's a it's a fun thing to do and you know to be able to to connect with other people i think just makes it even better oh man i I love it how did you so when you wanted to do just whatever you were you know when you were like focusing on the future for your for just whatever you're gonna do for career whatever and then you just were always thinking like what's the most fun i could have or what was it what was it for you so i mean you know for for me uh i mean growing up you guys you know you you guys knew me i mean for for those people who who don't know uh, yeah tell them david get them dave we all grew up together, you know, uh, Andrew West, like I've known you, you guys for, for years, you know, we were in, we were in middle school together, high school together, you know, Wes and I, we played basketball together. Yeah. You know, I think that, that we all, you know, we all had a, you know, outgoing personalities. We were, we were, I think, very fortunate to be in, in a (laughs) class in, in school where a lot of us, we were all just friends, you know, we were all very with with each other. And uh, I think that we all had really good personalities. So, you know, I mean, I was, always, I was always very, you know, into being in front of people and hosting <laughs> stuff and, you know, just talking. I was a loud mouth. I always was. <laughs> so, you know, and and I, I figured that, you know, how do I how do I do this, make it fun, but also realize that it could be something that I could do. And radio was always something that really interested me because it was a yes. way that I could talk, not just, you know, with myself, but with other people. I could highlight other, other people. And, you know, I mean, I loved music. I loved pop culture growing up. You know, I was I was always one of those guys with like a wealth of useless knowledge. You know, I could watch Jeopardy and get, you know, stuff right and, and just, you know, be kind of like a you know a bit of a smart ass, too. So, you know, it was just it was it all kind of clicked. And then, you know, people would always tell me that I was I was a good speaker and that like I actually sounded good. So mm. that was just something that I kind of, you know, geared toward. And then I just really wanted to make it happen. And, you know, for for a long time, I was able to do it, which, you know, I feel I'm, I'm pretty blessed with. 
It sounds like it was meant to be. So. Sounds well-rounded. I agree. I think you were looking at all kinds of factors on that one, and it added up to a great equation. I love how you're a radio show host. I think it fits you perfectly. You were a good personality. You're a great personality. You're great at doing impressions. I was uh, talking with Wes the other day, and he was trying to get me into this whole TikTok thing. I'm struggling on that bus. And um, I saw your impressions, and I thought it was hysterical. And (laughs) the best part about it is Dave is so modest that he went with the topic bad impressions, and he killed it. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just like when when I saw it, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe it'll be good, maybe it'll be bad. But I figure if I say bad impressions and they're even just a little bit okay, then I'll, I'll maybe I'll get a little bit of credit for it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm giving it to you for. I'm glad we agree, like minds, man. Oh, it was good vibes. I liked it a lot. <laughs> that's some clever marketing right there. Just trying to have some fun. That's all. Yeah, I see that. And I love how fun is a reoccurring theme with you. And I always felt that way uh, when I would think about back in the day, you know, like um, who would fit good on the show? I want to like have like professionals that have things to say and make it fun and educational, but really just hanging out with my friends at the clubhouse because now we're all old enough that we bring that to the table anyways. So it's just glad to be on a phone call with you. It's hysterical that we, the three of us connected this way through a podcast. I love the energy. Yeah, I know. No, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a, it's a mixed bag of stuff. We, we don't, we don't, honestly, I don't, I don't know what to make of all this. We're just having fun with it too. This is the warm up. I mean, I can see Dave coming out with his own podcast show and us collaborating. And like when we have special guests, Dave Coho, Dave Cohen on the show. The pro at all this, by the way, if you don't know, Uh, if he had his own show and and we were a special feature on his or he were to come on ours or all of a sudden it ends up being like Styles fucking P and Jada Kiss and all of a sudden (laughs) and all of a sudden like the 3.0 comes out and we're like the locks like David Cohen is like (laughs) the Undertaker. I'm like the fucking rock and Wes is Stone Cold Steve Austin and we all just. (laughs) do it together and but create our own identities as well look at that he's, he's looking toward the future looking toward the future yeah, yeah i want to bring you with us uh when i met wes for, before we started talking about all this um in a car ride i convinced him and i told him that uh we were brothers for a long time we just kind of separated and did our own thing and um for even though i wasn't maybe as close as you and wes were um, I always felt like we had uh, great vibes and good times. Well, you know, man, like, like I said before, we had a really we had a really good class. You know, I love wh- wherever I, I went, whether it was, you know, college or mo- moving away. Anytime, you know, any of us come back to where we grew up, it's like, you know, no time has passed. It feels fresh. It feels real. You know, we could go, we could go to the Montrose Deli, get a sandwich, and pick somebody and say, say hi to somebody. We go yes. to a bar, go to a restaurant. You know, go to go to the docks, whatever. And if we see people that we grew up with, it's literally like no time has passed. It really is. You know, I feel just as much connected to to, to you guys now as I did when we were all in school together. And I yeah. think that's a and I yeah. think that's a really cool aspect of not only 
who we grew up with, but where we grew up. And I think that's why we could all still connect and still talk to each other. And it's, you know, it's just natural. It's very unique. It's very organic. It's very fresh. Speaking of which, Wes likes the bacon, egg, and cheese in Montrose Deli. I, I like the chicken cutlet with cheddar cheese, bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayo, onion, hot sauce. What do you like to get? Oh, I do the uh, bacon, egg, and cheese, hash brown, salt, pepper, ketchup on a wedge. Oh, I do that on a bagel. Oh, good idea. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, oh, that's great. And- that's also another thing, though. You know, you ask anybody who grew up, you know, in our area or lives in our area, you know, what's your what's your Montrose Deli sandwich? They'll they'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yo, what's funny is, and then you leave town and you call it a Beck, and they think you're talking about a beer or David Beckham, and you're just talking about a bacon, egg, and cheese, and they start dying laughing when you say it like that because yep. they didn't realize it was an acronym unbelievable no it, it's totally true so where i live now i live uh i live literally like 20 minutes from the canadian border i am i'm up up holy up, up shit you're north. a park ranger oh my yeah, god I am, I am mad far up towards canada and yeah you know, they that's don't really upstate. Have, that's upstate they don't they don't really have those those sandwiches up, up here so i mean <laughs> we have we have like delis and stuff but i'll go to i'll go to the deli in the morning and ask for a breakfast sandwich and i have to order it like this can I have a fried egg sandwich with American <laughs> cheese and bacon on uh, uh, on a hero or uh, a sub roll? <laughs> or a sub roll? Yeah, now we got to explain what a wedge is. They're yeah, thinking a no, door no, wedge. what a wedge is, man. Uh, I want it on a sub, a hero, a hoagie, uh, a wedge. Like, come on, the long piece of bread, guy. Pick yeah. it up. That's the one large sandwich and then like i'll get the question like do you want like a whole sandwich yes, <laughs> oh i want a whole God. sandwich <laughs> <laughs> no i want the half a sandwich and get ripped off thank you yeah good lord <laughs> yo good lord is right good god is the way i usually say it. that's funny shit. what do you guys think about uh growing up with the food we had around us did we take it for granted hell no we're still talking about it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you know what? I think depending on where you go, like we were, we, we grew up in a, in a really uh, interesting area because, you know, like oh, we had the city, you know, like we, we could go, we could take the train, go down to the city. True. Uh, you know, true. we had lots of great restaurants, lots of great food around us, but we didn't live in the city. You know, like we still, we had that small town vibe. We had a local corner stores, our hardware stores, you know, hanging around like the circle and coach light and the, oh, the coach stuff, light. you know, but like, like you go out and we, there's different small towns. Like I live in a small town now with like nowhere near the amount of variety that, you know, we had gr- growing up. It's still really good. I still, there's a lot of great places, you know, to eat and to go and to see around here. But like, you know, the, the amount of stuff in our immediate area was really amazing. Like, especially when you move away and you see that other places don't have it. <laughs> yes. Wes actually moved away. I'm still local. I moved um, to a hardware store in our town and I'll leave it at that. I, I moved near a, a hardware store. I know Dave can picture this. I moved to an apartment near a hardware store, a local mom and pop. And now uh, what used to be uh, the subway go to back when they were doing that back in the day and we had off campus lunch. But now it's 
Chinese food, Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, Pizza Plaza. I'm over there. Oh, and a one better right down the street from where I used to live. <laughs> yeah, man, I still live right down the street from my parents. I, I never really left. I, it's okay. funny because like uh, w- the way things worked, I, I was happy with it, but I'm still technically a townie. So I was going to ask Wes, how does Wes feel about that? Because Wes has now moved into a different uh, spot of the world. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm only an hour away. I could I, I was just hanging out with you for your birthday uh, yesterday. Ah, shout out to the birthday vibe. Right. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to hear from Dave. Thank you so much. Thank you. The big three, three. Yeah, man. Yeah. Happy birthday, bro. Hey, speaking of Coach Light, Dave, did you know me and Andrew were were like kids, elementary school in in Coach Light? Well, I mean, I figured you guys went to BV. You know, I was was on, on the other side of Buchanan. Uh, FGL. I was, the, I was on the I was on the FGL side of Buchanan, um, yes. you know, which, you know, some guy I remember get, getting to middle school and, you know, some of you guys gave me some like crap for it. like you're not you know, you're not from Buchanan. You're like a Montrose kid. You just, you know, <laughs> that's mad funny. Oh, oh my God. I can't, that sounds like some turf gang war shit. It's like it's like, oh, you're from BV. No, nah, that's the real Buchanan for playing. You got to be from Montrose. You're FGL. son. that's right. Yeah, man. You know, that was that was always it. But uh, I will say I, I remember, you know, like, you know, go, going to Coach Light, you know, with friends in Coach Light and stuff, swimming in the pool or just riding my bike around. You know, remember those like dips and stuff? Yeah, the in, speed like, the bumps. Roads? Oh, my God. Yeah. There was like 200 units. So they had to put in speed dips because <laughs> there was like always 600 or not 600, excuse me, like 60 kids throughout the Hen Hudge School District, running around the inside of Coach Light. Like, oh, it yeah. was like a private community. It was, it was like, uh, I mean, it's where me and Wes made our bones, so it goes without saying, but that's where I met all my friends. It was like a, a mix of so many people, and um, shout out to a future guest on the show. Uh, Zach Berger grew up in Coach Light with us as well. And then Yeah, the chef extraordinaire. I love following <laughs> Zach and doing all, seeing all his stuff. I know, right? I'm so proud of him. It looks Absolutely. so delicious. It's like Absolutely. watching like the Food Channel. I always get hungry when I see his shit. I have to quickly like it and leave the page. I get hungry. Now, Zach was always a good dude, good friend. Absolutely. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, a hamburger has more beef than between me and the burger. No beef at all. That dude Absolutely. was the man. He was uh, always a good-hearted person. Very considerate, and he was a chameleon. He got along with everybody. He yep. blended in. He was one of those unique individuals you refer to, and I, ref- uh, you refer to as unique from this like Hudson Valley area um, where we grew up. It's just kind of like a mix of so many different, um, all kinds of religion, levels of income, skin color, like my um, way people were thinking, uh, who hung out with who, and it was so condensed. Yep. Montrose, Verplank, Buchanan, Cortland Manor, and Peekskill. Like, what a blend. Absolutely. <laughs> Guys, I'm a little, I'm a little like deer in headlights right now. I'm, I'm, I love how this conversation is going. It's great. <laughs> Give us another question, Wes. Well, well, Dave, you, you know, so me and Andrew, we grew up in the same place. So, yo, so yeah, I agree. Coach Light is definitely cool, like, to grow up as a kid. A lot of people, a lot of little kids running around and stuff. And, uh, uh, actually, it was around middle school when I, um, my parents moved out. We were we went like you know down the road a ways uh, in Buchanan still, 
And uh, I remember that was pretty much a turning point for me where I went from like, at like, like being like an outside, like social person to being more like indoors and loving video games all the time. That's how society's changed now. You never see kids outside anymore. I used to see all you guys outside. Well, I mean, I could I can remember growing up. The only time really we were inside was when it was like raining. You know, if it was like raining <laughs> or like thundering out, out, outside, and like our parents didn't want us playing, you know, outdoors. That's when we went in and played video games, or maybe it was at like night or something, where mm. all all day we had pickup basketball games, football games. You know, we play like manhunt or you know. Oh, all I that love manhunt, classic. You know, and and you know we'd be outside. We we'd be doing you know some really you know stupid shit outside and then you know at, at night we'd be like oh all right so let's play some video games you know but like we didn't we didn't have the the connectability you know to to play, you know meet me play a game you know in, in my house and someone else play with me you know on, on in the other side of the neighborhood you know yeah you had to invite people over and, yeah. share, and share systems and have like multiple controllers you always had to have like plethora you always had a system with two controllers it was the bare minimum yep <laughs> wait you know actually it's kind of interesting hearing you say that when what would you say are like some like major highlights of of your your childhood riding around or wherever you were going with like manhunt or whatever uh dave oh man well uh i'd say um uh when i was in middle school uh the candy store opened in montrose yeah uh, you know, close to the high school <laughs> And uh, me and Joe Kempter were like best friends, and oh, we, Joey would, we would go. We would we would spend so many quarters at the uh, at the candy store. So you know we'd be riding there. Uh, I, I used to hang out with Tommy Brennan all all the time. You know, right down the road, uh, dry, you know, we'd be riding our bikes all over, uh, going up to Frank G for like kickball or monster ball. We'd be playing basketball. Um, you know, just honestly, I spent more time on my bike from, you know, before I started driving than I could like remember, like we, we rode everywhere. I used to ride around on a fucking scooter. You were way cooler than me. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you have? What'd you have a razor? Yeah, definitely had a razor. It had to be the only one. It was like a (laughs) hundred bones and it was the best fucking scooter. You could like. Not that I was ever good at it, but you could grind down a goddamn handrail with that thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Razor scooter and then the Razor cell phone, the Ryzen came out, and the flip phone was oh, a thing. Yep. We, then we got keyboards, then we got Crackberries, then we finally got iPhones from iPods. <laughs> Technology. Oh, man, man, what a throwback. Yo, so Dave, what's what's... um. So talk me through like so uh, like earlier you were saying how you just kind of loved or fell in love with the idea of like radio talk show thing. So in terms of like experience, you know, where where did where did that uh, where did those talents bring you? And where does fun come into it as well? OK, uh, well, when uh, when I got to when I got to college, I went to New Paltz and uh, which was an awesome, awesome place. I immediately signed up for the college radio station. And, you know, I had like my first little show with like a co-host and we just talked about music and, you know, like just stupid stuff. It was like an hour, you know, one hour a week. And, you know, I really, really, you know, enjoyed it. I knew it was something that I really wanted to do. And I could, you know, I could talk for hours about, you know, different things and trivia and, you know, uh, TV, movies, music. And I just this was a way that I could like condense it into 
this is what I'm doing. I have a plan, you know, like my hour, I could write out what I want to do. And then um, after my first semester at New Pulse, I contacted uh, one of the local radio stations and I got uh, like a promotions gig. And so um, I was one of the guys to uh, ride around in the car and spin the wheel and do all that stuff. And uh, from there, I was able to get uh, an on-air shift. And I was doing week weekends, not only on uh, WHUD, but also on K104. And, um, wow. you know, Good from, for you, man. from there, uh, I ended up moving to Connecticut. I got uh, some weekend uh, shows there. Mm. Uh, I was doing some uh, subbing. I was doing some uh, weekday shows. And then uh, I ended up moving back, and uh, I ended up with a full-time gig uh, up here, close to close to Canada, and I was doing that for three years. Oh, nice, man. Real nice. So. How bad do you miss it? Uh, it's definitely rough. Um, I haven't really listened to the radio in my car for a while. Because of, because you know, of this? what because of uh current situation yeah you know i mean it, it, it was hard because like uh i i had finally gotten you know like uh, a radio job and like a gig and i was waking up every day going to work mm. on the radio and career then, you know yeah career. and you know but like like it happens to a lot of people you know radio is a very uh it's a very turbulent industry because there's so many uh, you know, buying and selling and ways to make money and ways to save money for companies. So I was just one of the many casualties in, uh, in the world of radio. Mm. Mm. Well, I, even though you were a casualty in that battle, I know you'll win that war. I, I have faith in you, my guy. Keep going. You're yeah. a tremendous person. You're an even bigger personality, and I'm glad you're following your passion because not all of us are lucky enough to do that. Uh, I was lucky enough to follow a similar passion. My passion is nowhere near as strong for the blood bank as it would be to do a radio show and be myself and have half a personality you do. So, like, uh, I, I can only imagine, but I can't wait for the comeback, and I was glad we could somewhat resurrected dc on the show and put some fuel into his fire well you know i was really excited when you know when you guys talked to me about it and uh i, I just you know it was something that really uh really sparked my in interest and honestly you know it really just uh it really just just kind of you know lit, lit a bit of a fire under me so i yes. i, I, I want to thank you guys yes the fire rises yes. how me and west say it all the time <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna let dave in on that inside joke and me and west are the only ones that know it but um you know when he said oh what about coho and i said oh my god he would be the best co-host like I like I'm just throwing that out there because I have a dream of this working out one day. And I told Wes, you know, we're going to take people to the top with us, whether, you know, like I ride on your tailcoat or he rides on mine, whatever. Like he's still my friendly guy. And uh, all I was getting at is, um, fuck, I got to put an edit in there, Wes. I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. Ain't hey, no worries, man. Hey, so no, the fire rises. That's kind of where that's where it started, man. I just feel like I love the way that that. uh 
Dave was just like, you know, it's it's just like one thing kind of leads to another. You know, one one spark leads to can lead to a fire, basically, right? So that's I just, I just yeah, I love I just love how how well this is this is going. Honestly, it's just it's just fun. Like this is basically for me, like in terms of like experiencing this, and like when yo like when oh by the way, Dave, just because you know me and Andrew knew each other when we were like five, six, seven, we actually like around middle school. We we just kind of naturally just had like different friend circles. We didn't really reconnect until about a month ago. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. So you know when because when I was in high school, I was hanging out a lot with um, Justin Gordon, Brian Devolia, uh, and then just like circles around around those guys, you know, here and there. Uh, and then you know basketball people, right? So we got Matt Jenks, you and. Others who were who were on that on that rotation at times in different years. Dave Coho, yeah, but but yeah. So for so I I find this kind of interesting. Me me and Andrew haven't even really gotten gotten into like a, a conversation that that we honestly drew. We should record, you know, just to add some context to like you know what is it we're doing? Why are we doing this? What's what's the point? What's the long term goal? Something like that. But let's do it right now. Dave is very good at improvising. He does impressions. And as long as we um, keep him and like we'll we'll talk, um, I'll try and not be so double negative and talk so vaguely and make people think. Uh, I'll try and be more clearly with my thoughts. But yeah, we should right now, um, you know, kind of conjure up and brainstorm some ideas. And they, who cares if they turn to thirty-second sound clips? If you give me five thirty-second sound clips, I can blend them together, put some cool ass like. New York City, fucking intro <laughs> instrumentals on it. Like we'll fucking do it. Like let's yeah. let's brainstorm a little bit. Like, um, I wanted to play Twenty One Questions with Dave. I thought that would have got us a shit ton of material. Oh, are you prepared for that? <laughs> um, it, I'm gonna wing my side, but it's because like I've known my guy for a while. I just haven't seen him in a while, mm. so I feel like some of these questions are just gonna be natural. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some are for viewers to listen to and get a background. Some are just for me, but I think we should go back and forth. And I think I should do one and you should do one and see if we can get up to 21 before Dave throws up and kicks us out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you lead it. All right. Um, if you had to come up with an acronym, Dave, for fun, F-U-N, for the word fun, F-U-N, you can go anywhere with this. There's no topic. Nobody's going to be like, why would he say that? Are you kidding me? It's David Cohen. Let him do it. He's hysterical. Hmm. F-U-N. Okay. Um, what does it mean to you? Who cares where we go with it? But yeah, an acronym for F-U-N that maybe is funny. Okay. Uh... uh Oh, man. God, that's a tough one. Okay. I got uh, one for you. Fuck you, neighborhood friends, but I'm kidding. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, okay. F-U-N. All right. Uh, uh, Take all the time you need. No oh, pressure. Oh, man. God. Okay. All right. Uh, we can put a pin in it, and you can always just say, hey, let's go back to question one, F-U-N, and then I can edit it and make it flow back. Let's see. F no no F F U N. Okay. Uh free utter nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I like
like it. I like it. <laughs> Say it again. Free, utter nonsense. Nice. Is that is that how you would describe our, our current episode? Uh, you know what? I don't think it's nonsense, but it's definitely free. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I love that fast, sharp wittiness from you, man. <laughs> it's good stuff. Hey, Wes Hawaii, hit him with question number two. Hmm. Damn, you gave him such a hard one. I think I should give him a, a slight a light toss. Like, I don't know. What what are Softball. we coffee or tea? Uh ooh, man. See, that's that's definitely a tough one. Uh when I'm out. <laughs> when, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm out, uh, I'm gonna say coffee when I'm at home, tea. Why is that? Are you hiding your tea? No, man. Like I, I, I'm definitely a big tea drinker. Um, I don't drink a lot of coffee at home, but if like you know, if I go out for like breakfast, I always have a cup of coffee. Okay, but oh, so you don't drink a lot of a lot of tea when you go out, but you drink it at home. I do. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, question three: favorite color? Blue. Favorite hard. Let's go. Favorite sport, Coho. Favorite sport? Yeah. Uh, well, I always love playing basketball, but if I'm, if I'm watching it, uh, football. Ah, question four, a favorite football team. Jets. Yeah, we bleed green. Let's go. Jets. 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 Dave, let's do that one more time. We'll give him uh, an, an edit. Ready? J E T. S There we go. We bleed green. I knew we had right. something more in common. That's right. It's right. All uh, right. Who is your favorite person to play basketball with? Uh, to play basketball with? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, you know what? I, I really I, I enjoyed uh playing basketball uh with Garrett Glassoff. Um, just because like, you know, he was always, he was always really good. And I remember this one time in practice, uh, I set a pick really hard and I knocked him on his ass and Uh. he was like, Hey, all right. He's Garrett Glasoff. You're Dave Cohen. (laughs) All right. You watch out. (laughs) That's great. They tried to pull rank on you. I see. Hey, listen, uh, I, I was just happy to be there. You know, I always say, I always say I was on the basketball team in high school. I never said I played. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 13th man, baby. Best hey, 13th you know what? man you in the history. A, you just gave me a flashback. I think it was our senior year. And, I, and me and you were like sitting in the back of the bus and we kind of were doing like a little bit of a talk show thing. Oh, yeah. I remember you called it uh, KOHO radio. <gasps> yes, that's right. <laughs> what did you call it? K O H O. Why? Coho. Coho. Ah, yeah. so my listeners get it. K-O-H-O. Yep. Man. Yeah, no, I got a wicked memory for stuff that that's uh, that we did a while back. So <laughs> Oh, now you gotta hit me with another one, please. Oh, oh we all man. do. Hit us with another one. Yeah, keep another going. one? Um, okay. Uh, favorite favorite someone to play basketball with. Who is it? All right. Um, well, I mean Honestly, uh, Matt Jenks was always so intense, yeah. uh, you know, playing. He was always great. Very I, intense. I remember that. Uh, I remember uh, Sarge, you know, Coach Sarge. Kelly. Yes. Uh, Pete Kelly, he, uh, he, he came in and uh, was assistant coach for our varsity team. 
he used he used to tell me he said david if if Matt had your size and you had his skill, we'd be like the best team in the league. <laughs> Yo, he was yes. shouting out teamwork. He, we were just too dumb to know it. <laughs> yes, we we all could have used more fire in our bellies, like like Jex had. Absolutely agreed. Yeah, man. Passionate I saw that dude, on man. the lacrosse Passionate field. Basketball player and basketball lover. His love of the Knicks, I so appreciate. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it was always great because uh, he he intensely loved the game, but he was also you know he never he never put down any anybody who like wasn't as good. He just he loved playing with everybody. You just know, leadership, pure yep. leadership at its finest. He, he great truly leader. was. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, good stuff. Wow, I'm I'm floored because I didn't play ball with him, and that I would be honored if somebody said that about me. Yeah, Jenks is a champ, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I knew him from the lacrosse t- uh, field and playing on the team, and he did have an intensity. And Dave's right. I don't ever remember him singling people out. It was all camaraderie and teamwork. And I can see, I can only imagine what a leader that would be on a basketball court. So yeah, you guys portrayed a uh, an, an epic individual at some point. Yeah, very, yeah, real positive mindset. Very uplifting guy too. Yep. Yep. For sure. That's a good. That's a good memory. Hey, oh Andrew, something we should do, uh, kind of moving forward. And I'm not saying we're ending the call now. Oh, you like... were complimenting me. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, <laughs> wait, wait. We... I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. What were you saying? No, something we should do is that uh, we should ask like uh, the uh, our guest from now on. Like, hey, if if there was one person you absolutely wanted to to have listened to this, who would it be? And why? And then we're gonna send it to them. We're gonna make sure we we send this episode exclusively to that person. Oh wow, that's a lot of pressure on Dave Cohen. I'm in. You think so, Dave? What do you think? You know, I think I think it's a good good idea. I do. Yeah. I give Dave since he's the first one at experimenting this. I give him more independent variables, so Dave can choose as many people as he wants to shout out. Oh man, what an honor. Uh, let's see. Uh, I definitely think just because of what we just said, uh, I think Matt Jenks should be, uh, one of the people, um, just, because... oh, I'm getting nervous. That's going to be a big one for us. All right, here we you go. Know, <laughs> I mean, he, he was, he was always a, a, a great friend, a great, you know, te- teammate. And I think that, uh, what we all just said about him, um, definitely, you know, I, 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 I want, I want him to hear it. Yeah. I, you yeah, know, that's a good one. I, I, I guess I, that I was, a, that was an easy toss up for you, I guess, considering we just praised him so nicely. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he gets another chance. Hit him with another one. Well, we could, we, let's wait till the end. Where, where else are we going with this, Drew? 2. All right. 0. All right. All right. So from what I understand, I believe we were on question five, play ball with. So question six is who would you not want to play ball with? <laughs> who would I not want to play, play ball with? Yeah. Who's oh, like, man. who's an, who's an idol that would probably wreck us right now? Who's some of the most uh, epic basketball players that you looked up to at the time or that just come to your mind? I changed the question a little bit. Uh, oh man. You know what? I would not want to play against Dennis Rodman. Yeah. I was just talking about him last or two nights ago with Wes. That's so funny. Nope. Uh, definitely wouldn't want to play against Dennis Rodman. Would not want to play against Ron Artest. Would not. Yeah. No way. Meta world peace. Watch out. That's right. (laughs) World peace. Holy shit. Two great names. I would not want to play against 
Um, I'm going to be a complete pussy and cop out on this one. It's kind of an easy one. I think Kawhi Leonard would make me look like a clown. Uh, well, I mean, now now we now we can just start listing all the greats. But in terms <laughs> of most insane tenacity, I would say Russell Westbrook. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, he's a monster. He's always if, a monster. If there's a uh, – this is kind of a little different. Who knows if we include it or not, but – uh, we'll circle back to Jenks one more time because he's a unique individual and, and uh, Dave deserves for him to hear the shout out because those were epic words. Um, who would Matt Jenks remind you of if he was a professional, uh, like which professional NBA player reminds you of Matt Jenks or just as like having fun with it? Is it Steve Nash? Is it Kevin Nash from the WWE? Like who comes to mind as like a professional <laughs> basketball player that Jenks would be uh you know what um honestly I think like when, when I think about Matt and I think about his dedication to the game and his love of the game um I'd say uh Pistol Pete Mar- Maravich I think he's someone who you know uh, the man literally like went to bed with a, with a basketball he was always with with a basketball uh one of the greatest passers of all time uh, great teammate, um, and you know, I, I think that uh, just you know the the dedication to to the game is definitely someone uh, that I would uh, compare uh, Matt Jenks to. <laughs> That's awesome! Uh, I love it. I love it. Keep going, Dave. That was that was great, Wes. You got a question for him? Pistol that was Pete, so man. fun. Pistol Pete. It was so true, though. I mean, I don't even know Pistol Pete, but the words you used, like. Yeah, I only know one side of that story, and I agree. It's, it's well, that's, that's awesome. a, he's a wait. Well, he played like in the fifties or something. He's a classic. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was in the uh, like the uh, the seventies. I think he was really big in. I mean, oh, six, uh, late sixties, seventies. Oh, okay. um, you know, he was a big big star in in, in college. Uh, you know, he was a he was a, a guard for the for the Jazz, and he was just someone who just like people. Loved being around him on on the court and hated playing against him on on the court. And I absolutely uh, compare Matt to him. Sounds like a legend. <laughs> Yo, I'm feeling a little embarrassed now. I'm not sure I want to send it to Matt after all. <laughs> so much just showering, so much praise on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, it's cool. It's cool. I, you know, I was thinking more. I mean, I guess you have you have to pick a point guard because he's uh. You know, just size wise, that's that's kind of that's the role he, he would he would play. He would he fit into. So yeah, there's that. No, I don't know. Hey, Drew, hit, hit us with a, another couple of questions, man. Give me some time to think. Did we lose did we lose you? No, I'm still here. Oh, hook us up, man. Bring bring it back. Come close to the mic. I'm right here. I just wanted to take a back seat for a second because sometimes I talk too much. Um so we'll, yeah, we'll we'll delete that part out. I'll I'll do that personally. <laughs> Bring me back to your question. Bring it back naturally. Yeah. Um. So yeah. What else? Where else? Where are we on the on the twenty one questions? Um. I would just said six, I believe. So seven is you. Well, bring, bring give me a few in a, get, uh, put out a few in a row so that I All can right. come up All with right. something. Um. When um, when you're done having fun on the radio show host and um, you're not working anymore, is it hard to turn off the great personality? 
I mean, I, I never, I never thought that I was putting on a show, you know, when I was on air, when I was, you know, doing my, doing my, my, my radio thing, I always thought it was just me. You know, I never, I never tried to camp up anything. I never tried to, you know, exaggerate anything. I just, I always tried to have fun and I always thought that it was never, uh, it was never an act. It was never like, like a show. It was just something that I did. The only thing I turned off when I was done with my radio show was the microphone. And it was just literally me being me. So, uh, you know, I don't really turn anything off. I just, uh, but I also never turned anything on. I always just lived, you know, it was just, it was just me. I feel like I, I feel like I gave him, uh, an easy question. Cause Wait, I felt like, I... Wait, hold on. You inspired me. Um, in, in terms of like your professional expertise, you know, you're a student of the, of the, of the radio personality game, like give, give me an Andrew, you know, like what, how, what would you say are some fundamentals to put out there? Uh, I think that it's important to be honest. It's important to uh, know what you love. It's important to uh, not be afraid to speak. It's important to uh, have fun. And when you're having fun and enjoying the topic of conversation, enjoying the guest, enjoying, uh, you know, each other as co-hosts, then it's going to be easy for it to sound good because there's there, there's this old trick that people in radio or in you know presenting or broadcasting say is that every time you speak on the microphone you should have a smile on your face because if you have a smile on your face then it sounds like you're having a good time so if you can put yourself in a situation that you naturally smile that's the best thing to do I'm doing it right now. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I love that. That was really yeah. good, man. You brought me, you brought my brain back into a good focus. That was good. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. Like my jaw's starting to hurt now and I just started. <laughs> yeah, man. Now I can laugh more freely. Hooray. You should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a great, um, it's a great, it's uh all right i was gonna say analogy but we're gonna i'll edit that um it's a great portrayal uh the picture you painted and it seems already it's working i'm smiling guys it's working (laughs) (laughs) that's good stuff man hey we we need we need to go rapid fire on some questions because 21 seems a long way away now okay biggest regret oh Man, big that you're willing to share on on. I know you're not going to incriminate yourself. That you're willing to share with <laughs> us publicly. Uh, biggest regret is uh, probably trusting someone uh, in college that I should not have trusted. Been mm, there, and 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 I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. But I'm mm-hmm. sure that plenty of people can understand what what I'm kind of talking about. Period. Stop. We're going to leave yeah. it at that. Yeah, that's relatable. Proudest achievement? Uh, getting my own radio show. A-K-O-H-O, baby. I'm so proud of you for saying that. I, I'm glad that was what you envisioned because now looking back, I can't see it any other way. I'm glad this is the road you're taking because I know one day you will make it to the top because you can't avoid David Cohen. He's <laughs> massive. He's hysterical. He wins your heart over. He's very good at speaking. He can move people with his minds and he can probably he's 
probably can predict where we're going with this. He does this so naturally that he probably can predict somewhat of the future, whether it's 15 seconds in advance on a podcast. The guy's very talented. Jolly giant. That's right. <laughs> he is the giant. He was the fucking big show. It's David Coho. And Andrew welcome too. to my show. Oh. And welcome to Wes's show. And welcome to our show. <laughs> All right, keep going. Rapid fire, man. Hit him up. All right. I just uh, changed the clip out my gun. I'm loading more bullets into it. I'm thinking at this moment right now. Um, okay. Favorite movie. Top five, if you like. Okay. Uh, favorite, favorite movie. Easy. Uh, Once Upon a Time in America. Killer, oh, shit. Killer nice. movie. Um, and if I had to go a couple more, I would say, uh, Godfather, Blazing Saddles, uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and, uh, almost anything Quentin Tarantino. Mm. I'll, I'll give you a top three, uh, Godfather, so I knew we had a lot in common, Jaws and Indiana Jones series. Those were my top three growing up. My parents used to love putting that on TV nice. for some reason. That's right. You and Indiana Jones. And Mem- Ghostbusters memory, was a good one. for me. Oh, yep. Ghostbusters? <laughs> Bill Murray was one of my favorite actors of all time. I, I try and emulate some of his jokes when I do personality traits. Um, Robert De Niro is another one. Um, going back to the rapid fire. Who are some people you look up to in the movie world, Dave? Uh, I love Daniel Day-Lewis. He's definitely one of my favorite actors. He's someone who I could see. uh, He doesn't necessarily need to change his look, but he could still disappear into a character. Uh, The same with Gary Oldman. Love Gary Oldman. Um, And honestly, uh, Helen Mirren is one of my favorite actresses. Uh, So, you know, I I love people who can... Uh, who can dive into a role and make you believe, you know, that they are that person, even though you've maybe seen them in a million other things, you know, that's not necessarily Gary Oldman on the screen. It's, you know, Sirius Black. It's not necessarily Daniel Day-Lewis on the screen. You know, it's Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, it's it's not Andrew 2.0 on the screen. It's Andrew Joseph Mayrick. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, so I kind of cheated and I saw this on your TikTok. That's where this derives from. But as I said, I didn't write any of these questions down. It's coming off the top of my head. Who are the two actors that you like that should be in the same movie that have never been in the same movie before? Oh, yeah. I just, I, I just said them. Daniel Day-Lewis and Gary Oldman. <laughs> Say it again, because we need to make it happen. Who is it? Daniel Day-Lewis and Gary Oldman. I think they would be amazing in a movie together. I love it. I love it. I have to do more homework on it to agree with you. Otherwise, I'd be lying right now. So I can't do that on my show. That's I'm right. trying we'll, to be honest, as we'll Dave said one. before. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's a good callback. It's a great callback. I taught Wes that from uh, I was studying stand-up comedy for a little bit before Wes convinced me to do a podcast show. Or maybe I convinced him. And it's nobody's business. But uh, Wes believed in me. And... He, uh, I taught him about the callbacks and taking notes, and maybe he already knew this, but yeah, I love to take notes, so I wrote down honest, I wrote down afraid to speak, and co-host, and honesty I get from you, Dave, um, afraid to speak, I'm going to stature of limitation, leave some of those names out, but um, I'm not referring to haters, I'm just referring to my natural way of coping with constructive criticism, 
And I, I love all of the reactions, whether they're positive or negative. You can be a proton, a neutron, or you could be negative and an electron. I'll still like you. I'm just looking for reactions. And I love the reaction you had by joining us on the call today. You were very punctual. Uh, you've been very professional. And uh, again, it's an honor to have you on the show. And I'll finish up with um, my note of co-host. And um, I had a friend of mine give me feedback. And he said, you picked a great co-host. You guys have great chemistry. And uh, I would hope in the future, Coho can come back and co-host with us because we, we can't do it without you, my guy. And I can't do it without <laughs> Wes of Why. And um, I didn't pick Wes. Wes picked me. I was shopping around the idea and he was the first one that believed in me. So for the co-host comment, it really resonated with me. Thank you for your words. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, let me let me actually reemphasize a, the, a, a topic there that I really, uh, really liked. It was just that um, promotion of content, you know, because I've really been thinking about this a lot. Um, marketing and business. That's not, that's not something I really had an interest in until when quarantine started. And so, you know, I'm, I'm stuck at home and I'm like, you know what, let me start figuring out how to get my own business going from, for myself and how to even work from home. If this, if this COVID thing is really serious. And, and one thing led to another, man, I went down a, a, a quote unquote rabbit hole of information. And now I'm like, you know, I've been like, I guess two years now, just really trying to concentrate on like, what are the best, you know, ways to market yourself? And I think that whether it's social media, TikTok, podcasts, you know, just putting yourself out there, um, trying to be, uh, be an influencer, you know, uh, get, an, get an audience uh, to, for yourself and to just let the world know who you are as a person and a personality. I think there's so much free um, organic reach happening. You know, you don't, you don't need a, uh, a traditional radio spot, you know, to get your to get your name out there and to get a small following for yourself, and then just start over time growing it and multiplying it. I think it's, I think it's the way to go for people who are just getting started or or getting restarted. That sounds like a restart for Dave, and I think that was a shout out to Dave, and I I hope the listeners take it to ear what Wes said because that was knowledge and real quick. I'm just going to interject. I'm being very rude, but I, I like to give my listeners a little bit of information to think about sometimes with my words. I try and pick them correctly. Um, so I know sometimes I come off as an oddball, but I prefer not to be blackballed. So I'm going to bring everybody with me. As Wes said, we are the people and I'm for my people. And today's exercise, I'm smiling. Today's exercise is about smiling and those hard questions. I would like you to block out a full hour's time, turn off the phone, smile, turn off the computer, smile, no texting, no television, and maybe put on some background music. Maybe it's the Andrew 2.0 show. Maybe it's David Cohen. Maybe it's Wesley Sosa, or maybe it's Andrew Mayrick. Sit down with some blank paper, your favorite beverage of choice, and start to list your beliefs. I'm done with my rant. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, some good positive reinforcement. I actually I'm noticing I'm noticing your is it a, is it a reoccurring theme to have like a, a a media detox? Dave, if that question was for you hypothetically, how would you respond? Uh media 
media detox. Uh, you know, I think it's 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 important to do that. I think that it is important to uh, step away from from the screen a little bit. You know, because I think that for you know for for many people, you know, it's uh, it's just something that's been a part of their lives forever. Uh, we have uh, the the luxury of being able to remember when uh you know there was that weird dial-up tone on america online dial-up a1 it's a messenger yeah, i remember it you, you know. get the cd in the mail yeah and 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 you know we were we were playing cassette tapes in the, in the car and our video games were cartridges and you, you know, had to blow in it to make sure it worked the n64 absolutely. shout out you know so we have we, we we were able at least for part of our life to grow up without the 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 necessity of screen time and i think that the 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 younger you are the more important it is to step away from the screen every so often you know you know read a book or a magazine or you know andrew like 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 you said just turn everything off put on some background music and sit you know uh cook yourself a meal you know go into the kitchen that that that, that could be a great way to get away from from screen time you know prepare yourself something really good go yeah, for a sit walk. down with the meal we're adding that to that cooking is a part of the list sit down with the meal relax yeah. enjoy things absolutely you know if, if there are plenty of things to to enjoy without a screen that you know some people you know totally forget about it and i think that honestly one of the best things that that people can do is to turn off everything go outside and go for a walk that's all you got to do. You could see with your eyes. You could see, you know, the the birds, the the sky, the the plants. You know, other people. You know, it, it, the, it's someone else who you could actually shake their hand or wave to, and not just you know text or message or comment on, on something. Uh, I mean, you know, I I can I can remember when like MySpace first came out and we were ranking our friends. You remember that when we were yes, ranking our eight. friends. And it, it started it, off like, as a top six. I uh, West said top eight. It even evolved because they realized people were taking it so seriously. They needed more room for people to be ranked. Yeah. You know, and it's just it, it puts so much importance on who people thought were their best friends. And I think that when 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 social media really took off, it was a way, you know, there, there are definitely some some positives, but I think a negative of social media is the fact that you put everything that's inside your head out there. And I don't think that there's enough privacy a- anymore. I don't think there's enough uh, inner thought a- a- anymore because, you know, so many people fight about so many things that we never used to fight about because we never used to talk about it. You know, we just had groups of friends. It wasn't like, you know, Oh, you're number one, you're number two, you're number three, you know, like, you know, we, we asked about opinions, but no one took it you know, too seriously or were, you know, just, you know, like thought about it. So it's just, you know, I I think that turning screens off, going out outside, interacting with people face to face, that's something that people need to do more of. And uh, a little rest from screen time is is definitely a good thing. I really like that. I like it a lot. And when you were talking about like going outside and, you know, you were giving us some imagery. How cold is it up there? Because it's brick in New York down here, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, a couple days ago, the wind chill was like negative thirty-five. Oh, oh my god! Ooh. 
Yeah. Uh, it's been, uh, it's been in like the, I think yesterday or a couple days ago, it was like negative 20. Wow. Oh yeah. my God. Now I'm picturing like Dave bundled up, like from the Christmas story, that little kid that falls over and can't get up because <laughs> it's so cold outside. <laughs> that sounds like it's so cold. It's even, it even hurts to breathe. Dude, it's really bad. But you know what? Like right, right now, I think it's about, uh, 13 degrees in like the positive and it, it kind of feels nice <laughs> i'm getting a brain freeze out just cold dude jesus Oof. but yeah at, at least it's warmer yeah we're going in the bit. right direction <laughs> all right so another rapid fire question drink of choice uh like overall al- alcoholic what um, I'll let you categorize your favorite drinks in whichever categories you want to name off. So if you have a favorite soda pop, that counts as one category. If you have a favorite liquor and a favorite beer, that's three answers, three separate categories. You go with it. Okay. Uh, uh, I love Jack Daniels. I've always been a whiskey guy. Uh, yeah. And, uh, as far as beer goes, I'm very simple. I'm a Miller High Life guy, Ch- champagne of beer. Absolutely. Oh, gross. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I didn't say it was good. I just said it was the champagne of beer. Yes, uh, sir. And then, uh, you know, I really, I, I, I enjoy um, green tea. I'm, 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 I'm a big tea guy, and I like having a nice hot cup of tea. Matcha. Matcha green tea. Yeah, that stuff has great, great free radical uh, benefits, free radicals for all my scientist friends out there. They already know. There are harsh compounds that are negatively charged. And what they like to do is they like to strip hydrogen uh, atoms off the inner cell linings of your body. That's why I like smoking, drinking, any free radical is bad because it's just trying to stabilize. So it creates a covalent bond and it rips the hydrogen right out of the side of your kidney. But no big deal. It's just a hydrogen molecule. But if you do it a lot, you know, you pull down the whole structure. So um shout out to free radicals god damn it where was i going with that can i get a call back uh that's all right i fucked that up god damn it <laughs> you asked you asked me about my my favorite drinks yeah and i know uh favorite drinks when you're going with a, uh, a jack daniels you have to be a coca-cola guy right a jack and coke you know what dude i actually i don't drink soda uh i drink uh when, when, I, when i do uh any liquor or like whiskey bourbon i drink it straight or on on the rocks um i was never even growing up i was never uh, a soda drinker the only the only carbonated drinks i really uh have are uh, a beer every so often that's it sounds just like wes so wes um earlier mentioned that we rekindled and reminisced uh, somewhat recently about, you know, maybe eight weeks ago or nine weeks ago, um, for the first time in a long time. And I was explaining how I'm a clear guy and I like my clears, my vodka and gin, but, um, he went with maker's mark that night and he was drinking it straight and he didn't want any soda and all your choices sound just like Wes. You guys should share a drink sometime. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be happy to. Yeah. I, I do like green tea. <laughs> Favorite tea, but my but my beer of choice is Guinness. Okay, I enjoy good good Guinness. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Can somebody ask me? Yeah, man. What's no, your favorite d- drink? 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, if I had to uh, chime into a question I had for David, I'm being rude. Um, I guess I would say, uh, since I'm a Dutch, I got to go Heineken. Of course, baby. I love it. That is my champagne of beers is a Heineken. Heine. I love my big Heinies. We call them tall boys. <laughs> and I'm hanging out with all the tall boys. And we do like big Heinies. Everybody catches my drift now. <laughs> uh, where where are we at with the with the questions, man? Number what? All right, um, I'm gonna need a reliever for just one question because I have another one written down the other side of the room. But uh, for this one in particular, Dave, do you gamble? I do. When you gamble, are you more of a sports, a cards? What do you like to do when you go? Do you go to the casino or you gamble from online at home? There's so many ways now. Where do you go with your gambles? I don't. Uh, I, I I don't uh, do sports betting. Um, I usually I don't do online betting. I actually there, there there's a casino uh, right up here. I live about a half hour away, um, and uh, I'm I'm a poker player. I love poker. Always have loved poker. Um, now I'll do like a table game or two. But um, I try and I try and not go to the casino and play against the house because the house usually always wins. Yes. Uh, I try and play against other people. And, you know, to me, uh, poker, yes, there's definitely an element of luck, you know, based on uh, what the, you know, the cards that you get and the cards that are shown. But it's the way you play those cards that is the element of skill. And I think that there's definitely skill within poker. Um, so, yeah, and, sure. and it's also, you know, it's, it's also, like I said, a game, you don't play against the house. So it's you yeah. just trying to take other people's money and yeah. the house doesn't mind that. So, <laughs> yeah, I think you said it very good with, um, the cards you get played. I always felt there was, um, two external, uh, extrinsic factors and one internal factor with poker. The internal is your skill set and how well you, you know, have a poker face, how well you can bluff very basic stuff. Um, and then your enemy, your opponent on the other side of the table wants to take your money. That is an extrinsic factor because you never know what they're doing. And then the other extrinsic factor, I think, came down to luck. And that's why I really enjoy playing Texas Hold'em myself. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, yeah. I was I was assuming it is Texas Hold'em. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've played Texas Hold'em, I've played Omaha, I've played Stud, Raz, Baduki, Seven Deuce. Oh, draw. shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, slow down. So I know Omaha's with four cards. Yep. Um, can you rattle off three or four of those other card games, and I'll pick one to ask about? There are so many names. Okay. Uh, there's uh, uh, Deuce Seven tri Triple Draw. Um, there's stud, uh, different five card stud, seven card stud. Yes, yeah, stud. I'm familiar with. What else? They used. Would you say Zaza? Uh, uh, there's uh, Raz. There's uh, 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 Okay. All right. So, all right, we're going in order of hysterical names. Let's start with Baduki. <laughs> um. So, uh, Baduki is a is a is a is a cool name. Um, it's a, it's a cool game uh, of poker and basically it's a, it's a draw game, kind of like five card, you know, draw. All right. Um, and what you want to do is, uh, the, the, the best hand is ace, deuce, three, four. So it's kind of like low ball. You got to get like the worst hand, but, um, the best low hand is ace, deuce, three, four. 
Is it like Yahtzee? You shout out Badooki? Um, I don't know if I've ever shouted out uh, Badoogie, but uh, uh, I, I would if I got an H two three four. I would have no poker face. I'd be like Badoogie every time I got that H two three four. What yeah. about Raz? What about Raz? Is that a berry on a tree? What's raspberry? <laughs> so um, Raz is uh, it's it's a it's a type of um, stud poker. So like you know. Some uh, some cards are up, some some cards are down, um, and uh, it's I think it's uh, it's another one that's kind of like low ball, um, you know, ace to five. It's like five cards, and I think the uh, ace two three four five is um, is Badooki the, uh, with the, the five. Player. Yeah, basically, yeah. Cool. Okay, um, so. I'll help you with this one because it's kind of a two-part question. I'm going to give it a, uh, I guess, a metaphor or analogy, however anybody wants to put a title on it. You said something about triple. What was that game called? Oh, uh, deuce to seven, triple draw. I refer to it as a triple threat. So if we were three wrestlers, who are we? If we're three wrestlers, who are we? Oh, man. And we're doing a triple threat match right now. It's Wes versus Dave versus Andrew. Probably the three biggest guys in the room anyways. Oh, man. All right. Well, I mean, I, honestly, my favorite wrestler was always The Undertaker. Uh, 100%. Oh, you can take him. That's a classic. When I explained this episode to Wes, I said Undertaker, Stone Cold, and The Rock. So who would be your other two? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know what? I'll take Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah, wow. That guy was unstoppable. Even the big show was small to him. So, uh, so yeah, definitely. Awesome, definitely. awesome. So, back to triple deuce seven to what? Oh, uh, deuce to seven uh, triple draw. Deuce so, to seven triple draw. Deuce yeah. to seven triple draw. Deuce to seven triple draw. Never heard this in my life. I just wrote it down. I said it three times. Please explain. All right, so deuce to seven triple draw, you get five cards. Okay, it's it's another draw game, just like you know the other uh, some of the the other ones. And the goal of uh, deuce to seven triple draw is to get the absolute worst hand possible. Okay, so the best the 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 best hand in deuce to seven triple draw is two three four five seven. You can't get any straights. You can't get any pairs. Uh, no, no flushes. You literally have to be the worst. Do you so, win money at being the worst? Because I would suck at this game. I'm trying to be the best. I'd be grabbing like aces and kings, and I'd be like Yahtzee, and you'd be like, yeah, wrong game. Yeah, then you'd be losing a lot of money. <laughs> you yeah, want, like you I, want, I think it's interesting how these games are played. The the numbers are very opposite to what I'm used to. I I'm very intrigued by these games. It's it's pretty cool that you said that. I, you know, I gave gambling an open-ended question. This is where we ended up. Like, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, I love, I love games where you got to go like the, uh, you know, low, low, low ball games because you do have to think about it more. You know, you're used to wanting the best, but when the best is actually the worst, it's hard to, you know, get that, get that idea in. And sometimes it trips people up. Yeah, I would. Oh, my God. The best is the worst. So right now, everybody, the worst podcast show is the Andrew 2.0 show. And my co-hosts today are DC David Cohen and Wes of Y. And we are the worst 
podcast out there because Dave <laughs> said it first. Best is the worst. That's I it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Wes, your turn with a question. I think, what are we on? Question 20? Yeah, let's call it 20. It's, it was a lot. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. Uh, favorite sandwich. Ooh, favorite sandwich. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> good so, job, Wes. So definitely, uh, I, I think that when, when, when I go home, and I go to the Montrose Deli, not for breakfast, but for lunch. <laughs> uh, I always, I used to always get uh, chicken cutlet, provolone, lettuce, bacon, avocado with horseradish sauce. Um, that's a that's a solid sandwich. Damn, I that sounds to, good. I used to eat it. In, in fact, I, there, there was a deli when I was in college in New Paltz that uh, would would make me that that sandwich, and I used to watch it every. I used to eat it every, every Sunday watching the Jets. And, uh, you know, I, I was just, oh, it was so good. Yeah, Beer, sandwich, good. football, and that was the sandwich I always got. Mm. 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 Oh, you, every time I think about having a, a, a turkey sandwich with lettuce and tomato and mayo, I think of you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you kind of put me on to that flavor combo back in, uh, in our, I think it was our senior year of uh, basketball. Oh yeah, that, that that's right. Because sometimes, like, we go to the deli beforehand, or like, you know, I remember a couple times traveling, we we would stop, and we would get like sandwiches or something. I mean, yeah. I remember going up to like Brewster, and, and oh man, remember remember playing in the uh, the old uh, Brewster Sports Complex? Vaguely, it was uh, it was like off off like the path. It, it was right by like the Brewster Ice Arena. Yeah, like, I don't even know. Yeah. Tell us. Yeah, there was, and then like I remember there was like a deli somewhere that I think we stopped one, once or twice, and uh, yeah, man, Whew. yeah, there was it was one of those deli stops that I was completely undecided, and I was like, Dave, you seem like you know what what takes a good sandwich. How about you pick it for me? And you said something to that effect, and every time I think about having that kind of sandwich, I'm like, that's because Dave put me onto it. That's it. Good food. <laughs> The sandwich god he didn't even know it loving it uh thanks for coming in today dave thanks for the phone call it's a pleasure absolutely dude anytime you want to do this you know let me know uh if, if you got like you know topics you want to talk about you got like something you want you know to hear from or you know questions whatever man i am i'm i'm down to to talk to you guys for however long and, and whenever wes how do you feel about all this i can't stop smiling that's a awesome challenge i'm ready to set my game up make this thing better than it is my armpits are on fire damn <laughs> let's go yeah this is good this is great i can't wait to stress sweat with david cohen and wesley sosa this is beyond great this is what my dream was and i i can't believe it's coming to fruition it's a honor and a pleasure gentlemen it's been great this was this was absolutely amazing, and I want to thank you guys for uh, for contacting me, you know, for a asking me to do this because it was it was uh, one hundred percent a pleasure to do. I love that. Yeah, likewise, man. Yeah, for real. This was awesome. I'm about to cry, but David told me to smile when I speak on my podcast show, so it's very <laughs> very confusing. But I'm working on it. Uh, I can't wait to hear more advice from you, Dave. It's been a pleasure. Everything you said has been gold. There's very minimal editing, and it's really because of my brain farts, and I can't wait to edit because this is the easy, most organic, 
Um, it's the best episode yet. No offense to Brian Cruz or Tony Twist. I love my guys. It's just the evolution. And they'll be back on the show just like you will. I know it. Sweet, man. Yeah. Yeah. So so as as if I had never asked the question before, and I could take out the thing about Jenks. And if you say Jenks again, it's fine. So the question is, who would you want to listen to this? Why do you want them to hear it out? And who am I sending it to? Oh, man. Uh, we can cliffhanger it, too. We can always do another recording in a day, and you can sleep on it if it's that important to you. You know what? Uh, I, I just – I think that that it, it's important, you know, to, to not only – to, to reconnect, but to stay connected in any kind of way. And I think that uh, any one of our friends that, you know, we did hang out with, you know, but like seriously, like hung out with, like whether it was pl- playing basketball or, uh, you know, hanging out, you know, in, in town, um, school, you know, it, it's just, I think that the more people, and I, I think that the thing that could be really good for this is memories and, mm. you know, and remembering where we all came from and seeing where we are now. Mm. And so I think that, you know, I think that uh, if it's possible, you know, I think that uh, Joe Kempter should uh, mm-hmm. should get should, should definitely, you know, get a shout out. And mm-hmm. uh, Joey you know, K is here, definitely here, here, welcome on the show. I love Joey Kempter. His mother and his brother have always been sweet to my family. I love the Kempners. Joey K is always allowed on the Andrew 2.0 show. And I know Wes agrees. Yeah. You know, yes. he was always, he was always a great guy. Uh, you know, uh, Tommy Brennan was one of my best best friends growing up. You know, great athlete. Great, great friend. Uh, There's nothing know. negative you could say about Tommy Brennan. I don't remember any beef ever coming from that side of the street. It's, yep. He's welcome with open arms as well. A- absolutely. You know, just, you know, we, we had a really solid group of uh, of friends and of people, you know, in our in our class. And I think that, you know, that's it's a it's a great thing to look back on because there are a lot of times when maybe people look back at, at high school and. They don't like a lot of people that they went to high school with or there, there were beefs or there were, yeah. you know, issues and fights and rivalries. You know, yeah. I, I think that that, you know, there were there were definitely different groups in our high school of, you know, like friends and stuff. But there was no like I, I never remembered any animosity or any like, you know, really negative stuff going from you know people to people. And I think that we were very fortunate to have that kind of high school experience. I think that's what brought you back. I think that's also what made me reach out to Wes. I think that's why Wes was so accepting. I think you have said it perfectly. So, uh, so yeah, you know, I, I think that it's something, you know, so, something that, that I, I used to post, you know, when we, when we would maybe hear of something tragic or, uh, you know, like the passing of, of, of a friend, you know, or, you know, just something where people needed help. Something I used to always post, uh, you know, for support and for, you know, social media and stuff. I used to always post um, always a sailor because I really feel that I feel that there's a connection. There's a bond uh, with us and with people that we went to school with, with the, with the community. And if there's a sailor in trouble or a sailor who's passed on or a sailor that needs help, 
You wow. know, we are a we are a group of people that help each other. And whether we've moved far away or we're still in town, it's a group of people that really care, help, and will do, you know, will we'll, we'll support. And I think that that's a really cool thing to be able to say. And it's a cool thing to witness, too. And I think this is just another, uh, another part of that, another level of that. And, you know, I think it's just something that is unique to where we grew up and who we grew up with. Yeah, I completely agree, man. I completely agree. It's so hard to follow up when so many ideas I was thinking of following up with um, were originated from your mouth. And it's because um, like minds think alike. And I think you're right that there was a close niche society. Don't forget where you came from. Revive the memories and resurrect who we used to be, because I was looking back at pictures that Wes showed me. And, um, you know, shout out to Wes for always having my back after all these years. Um, but we we reconnected similar uh, recently and he showed me pictures and I forgot I was friends with some of these people. I did not forget who they were. That's how close of a society we were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole memories, bring it back to the neighborhood, bring it back to the clubhouse was a theme that me and Wes were using as analogies at first uh, going back to Coach Light. So, yeah, man, you highlighted everything. Solid. Yeah. Yo, uh, thanks, Dave. That was, uh, you know, you have some really infectious optimism, man. It's, I love hearing it. I just I just try, try and be positive. You know, I try I try and be realistic, but I try and be positive because, you know, I, I know that that people work hard and sometimes people they, they don't they don't necessarily think that they have what, what they want or that they can't get what, what they want. But, you know, they, they can and people will help. And I think that when you grew up in like the kind of community with the people and places that we had, it's a very, you know, it's a very positive feeling. And I think that, you know, what I want to do is just share it as much as possible. And you you should. And I think that it's important to not only think positive for yourself, but just think positive openly because it's definitely something that, uh, that connects and it's something that is contagious. I think positivity is absolutely contagious. And I think that when you, when you share it, it only makes uh, others better. I love it, man. Yeah. Yeah. We should. Yeah. A positivity, you know, and, and there's, you know, obviously we don't have to turn, we don't have to look too far to see some less than positive media out there, but, but we, but we should be making positivity louder than that. That's it. Blast it. I love it. It's exactly what I wanted to hear. I knew this is where this was going to go. Um, and it all just came down to faith and believing in old friends and old times and remembering the personalities that, um, you know, not were left behind, but in my memories, they were. And I just love the way this conclusion has happened. And I love the inclusion of you in this happening. It's a, a great way to um, start the beginning of a new project and I can't wait and I'm looking forward to the future. Awesome, man. Awesome. And like I said, anyway, I could help, I could come on, I could do, you know, whatever you, you let me know and, and I'll, I'll be there. I could never ask for anything more than that. You have no idea how big of a favor that is for someone like me and Wes who started this off, um, as a brainstorm. And I love how we're brainstorming now and we're turning it into a podcast episode because, you're just uh, naturally such a positive, good person with good vibes and a great personality. And um, again, it's uh, 
music to my ears, my friend. Sweet. Music to my ears, my friend. Excellent. Excellent. Love it. Good stuff, fellas. Good stuff. It's uh, sad news that I have to say, so I'm embarrassed to say this, but uh, Dave, I'm saying goodbye now in the only form I know how to. I'll try and be normal here and just say thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Good night, good luck, and God bless. Thanks, man. You as well, and I can't wait to do this again. Looking forward to it, my friend. Take care, Dave. You too, brother. Nice chatting with you. Yep. How we doing? Not as good as you, but I'm working on it. I have to do laundry today, so I have a little bit of catching up to do. But how are you? <laughs> hey, man, you definitely. I'm great. You, you and if I'm great, then then that's half the equation of how we're doing. So you definitely need to celebrate with your fam. I that I, that I get. And that this was a great recording we had with Cohen. So that's another key reason for you to celebrate. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Wanted to put some things on hold that I knew we could celebrate. Any day of the week uh, is a birthday. In my mind, we know so many people now and we're reaching out to them through the show. And it's great that David showed up. Uh, both of us are, you know, speechless at how much we know this could potentially mean in the future if we stay on the right track and we end up at the top. We would look back and joke about this in years. But right now, um, for as much of this show is in its infancy, and it's brand new. Uh, David Cohen just like put a huge fire under my butt. And I'm so fucking happy to be nice and warm because it's cold out. Um, <laughs> that fire analogy sucked. Um, what, <laughs> what Dave Cohen did was he just rejuvenated me. He recharged my battery. I needed to hear everything he said. And I can't wait for the listeners and our followers to do the same because He's a great guy with a great personality, and it speaks for itself. I mean, the intro to this show alone, this is now the bookend on the shelf. This is the closing comments and the conclusion, but the intro was brought to you by David himself. He didn't know we were playing 21 Questions. You know what the questions were? I was winging it, and the improv king himself introduced the show to us in an epic proportion. I am speechless. Yeah. It's um, yeah, he did great. I, I I definitely loved his radio personality shining through. That was a class, classy touch for sure. Yeah, that's him now. And I didn't I didn't know he went to New Paul. It's very liberal arts school, a great place to make your bones. And that's where he came from. And I'm listening to the story and him going through it. And even though we, you know, we're bouncing around like a basketball, but we're at the neighborhood at the clubhouse. We're just messing around with an old friend and. Another valuable episode with great information, with great personality. Um, it, the information itself was more so of camaraderie and the neighborhood and going outside and socializing and, you know, turning off things and reaching out to childhood memories because I've been doing it. Wes has been doing it with me and we're seeing it to fruition when somebody like David Cohen shows up and puts on a better performance than Wes and I, I, <laughs> I couldn't have asked for a better guest. 
Yeah, and, and to emphasize the idea about memories, I think that's a really key thing for moving forward for just like, you know, definitely while we're getting started and reconnecting with uh, people from our past, you know, that's it's just a it's a good thing to, to just, bring, you know, bring bring some laughter back, you know, and some some good some, to some good times. Reconnecting memories is so much fun. We're going to bring back all the laughter. That's a great idea. I agree. And I think it should be um, one of the pillars of the show going forward is yeah. to try and remember where we came from. And we've said this before, but it just it echoed to exponential um, distance when Cohen said it. And he didn't even we didn't practice that. There was no warm up call. Yeah. David just showed up. Because this is who Dave is. He is the radio talk show. Yeah, it's and great. Re- it's great. Like I'm, it's an honor to be um, having him as a guest. One day I see him having a talk night show and having people on his show as a guest. I'd be blessed to be on there. Like people think you're crazy when you look in the future, but listen to how well Dave did and how well Wes and I did. We're not lying when we brought to you one of our favorite guests because he is one of the best at this. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A whole lot of yes. Live from the Hudson Valley, from Westchester, New York, from Buchanan, New York. It's Hendrick Hudson High School all over <laughs> again. Just kidding. It's the cool kids at the show. Whether yeah. you graduated school or not, nobody cares. It's what David said was always a sailor. Oh, man, that resonated with me. I felt so proud to be a sailor when he said that. (laughs) It was like Captain Cohen was leading us upon shore, and we were all sailors again. Always a sailor. From Captain Cohen, welcome aboard the SS 2.0, the SS West of Y, the SS Andrew 2.0. Go ahead, sail, sail, sail away. And David was captaining the boat the whole time. Yeah, we let him on board and he hijacked us like a pirate. He took over right away. Nah, he blended in. Man. He's part of the crew. He, yeah, it was like Captain Hook in disguise. The the terrorist <laughs> pirate took off his mask and it was Captain Hook the whole time. I remember that guy. You call him David a villain? No, hell no. <laughs> David is just a normal civilian. He's a good guy. He's a. Yeah, you know, I I just appreciate like in terms of what I remember from Dave, and I I only really started hanging out with him when we were playing basketball together. Yeah, please tell me. I I wish I didn't end the show. I wish I just walked away and let you guys keep going because I know that you two were closer than I was with him, and uh, I well, wanted to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I guess yes. So in that sense, me and him have I guess more of a connection than you and him, but you know. Almost, almost in a way, and not not too much more because it's not like he was my inner circle, and the same way you weren't really my inner circle, you know. And uh, I'll be your outer circle. I'll hug you. I got you, my guy. <laughs> Thank you. I I I I need that. I need that. Me too. Don't forget guess, about me. I need to be a little slim sometimes. You need a boy. Oh God, not not from you, but yeah. <laughs> A spoon analogy, not from you. Anyways, <laughs> You're th- I can't, I can't, I can't even. <laughs> oh, focus sorry, right I'm now. sorry, I threw him off with the joke. My bad. My bad. We'll Bring call- me back. Where, where, where are we? What were we saying? 
Oh man, well the the callback goes back to to Dave and you and how even though none of us were really the closest inner circles, the outer circle over the age of thirty brought us back. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I my memories of Dave are mostly, I would say it's basketball team related stuff, and we, you know, it's not like we. We were from Hen Hud, so like we didn't have a successful basketball career at all. Yeah. No, but one thing I do want to say about him that that I, you know, talking to him again pretty much brings me back, in the sense that he's just he really has been like a really like jolly, optimistic guy. Like for as, like yeah, like almost always, it seems like. So that's just I just really appreciate that about him. The jolly, the jolly Andre the Giant. Yeah, David Cohen, as his personality is as tall and as wide as his stature, he is of epic proportions. The sky's the limit for individuals like that. I know he knows that. And um, I'm just so grateful. You know, there's only so many words I can say without um, brown nosing someone kissing ass. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's cool. The energy was great. You know, I mean, it's, it's definitely fun to just reemphasize how good the vibes were. Like, it's just, just feels good. Just do it. It was so organic. We were talking about deli sandwiches. It doesn't get any more organic than that. <laughs> no, it, it does get more organic than that. <laughs> All right. Well, it depends on what sandwich you order, but you said something about lettuce and tomato, and that sounded organic to me. Yeah, Dave does like to talk about food. That's one thing I remember connecting with him a lot. Me, me and him, his interest and my interest in food, we definitely could talk about it. Imagine if he were to give us intros on every podcast. Uh, he that probably dream would, would be too. Honestly, would, he would, he was very down with what we were doing. He was he wants to keep it going. I I would be so blessed. I know it's a very small, minute request, but if you knew who the players were at the table and knew how long it's been since we've talked, any request um, of any size is um a blessing in disguise if they say yes so whatever dave wants to do i'm so open for um he's the creativity alone uh has hyper connectivity going on in my brain it's there's so many thoughts and things and avenues and pathways to take um i know where to start i just don't know where it's gonna finish it's uh i hope it's at the top but um back from analogy world uh dave is a great person um he it goes without saying he does it himself he sells himself he is the interview you know it's like you don't have to gas him up or gaslight him or put a spotlight on him he does it himself it's it's who he is and he radiates with positivity and good vibes and i think that's why people attract to him and that's something i need to emulate as a characteristic because um people like that do very well in life and when it comes to show business i'm very confident he's going to do just that yeah well you know as 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 nice as it is to to have warm wishes and feel great about a guest you know i just want to give you credit too because it's it's your energy that kind of is the catalyst for all this stuff and to be able to recognize that in someone else means you have you kind of have that thing going on for yourself as well yeah yeah, exactly. Um, you've been the catalyst and the enzyme for my chemical reaction. <laughs> and to break down some science for you guys, 
An enzyme is a, a vitamin or a mineral, and it acts as a part of a Lego piece to a specific molecule. Let's say it's a carbohydrate in your stomach and we want to increase your metabolism. That enzyme goes in there and acts as a catalyst. A catalyst speeds up a natural reaction to a faster product. So if it takes water 10 minutes to boil, you can add salt and a uh, pinch of salt only to make it salt water. And you can probably decrease your boiling rate, how long it takes to get to boiling temperature to about five minutes. So from the scientist to the cooking show, I think that's enough for the conclusion of this show. Yeah. I love you, Wes. Wes of Y, thank you so much, my guy. Take care, man. Celebrate. Make the most of it. I'm celebrating by editing this podcast. This started off as a side project, and a good friend of mine picked up on it, and now we're reaching out to many more good friends. And now it's like an obligation. It's um, a great way to look at it. And um, I can't wait to edit this episode and get it out there. I'm going to get it out to my listeners and followers and Wes's listeners and followers and David's listeners and followers and all of our listeners and followers, because I would love to have anybody who has something to say and think they can bring something to the show. I'd love to hear your ideas. Thank you very much. This is the end of the show. We're out. We out. Deuces. We outie, but he's driving a Genesis and it's a G80. Till the next one. Till the next one. Be well, my friend. God bless. I love you. Be well, brother. Love you. Bye. One love, brother from another mother. Me and Mano. Me primo. Much love. Me primo. Me primo. Muchas, (laughs) muchas, muchas, muchas. Many muchas. Muji. Oh, my goodness. Muji. I can't can't wait to do a cooking show. Shout out to Muji. That's the end of my show. Yes. Bye, Wes. It's a wrap. Later.